0: report everything status quo sir very well
1: if um anyone needs me i'll be in my bedroom
0: Welcome to the Ready Your Room, the only longest-running, funniest, finest, and best-looking Star Trek The Next Generation Rewatch podcast. Every week we're bringing you behind-the-scenes stories of the episodes that made the series the Star Trek The Next Generation what it is. My name is Mitchell Mells, Chief Consultant of Services at Paramount, with me is my life partner, Brandon Hobbs. Brandon, how are we doing right now?
2: Uh, well, doing a lot better now than, uh... Than we were yesterday, huh? With that uh, that cleric infestation.
0: Right, there, just too many clerics was the problem. Too many. Um, it, quite the error.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, no one ever, no one ever really tells you just how difficult it is to get rid of them,
0: either. Right, right. It's uh, it takes a real kind of um inquisition mm-hmm. to rid oneself of clerics,
2: but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think we still have one more room to clean up, but otherwise, we're doing pretty well. The only problem is, you know, usually we have our football parties on Sunday. Right. Um, and uh, that's kind of just through everything. I mean, now we have to do the podcast today, and so everything's all messed up.
0: Yeah, I was really excited to watch the um, the Bengals game. But yeah, yeah, you know how it goes with clerics. Although, uh, if as as I'm told, we
2: didn't miss much.
0: Yeah, it's it seems to be a rote game, but it's about the experience, not the result. In in our football parties, and it's also about the uh, barbecue ranch dip. mm Hmm. Which oh oh,
2: your uh, your 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 iconic
0: yeah dip. I've yeah. spent years perfecting that recipe, and I don't have that many opportunities to break to break it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Brent,
2: uh, Brent used to love that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. It was nice because I could really um get a a nice arrangement where i would make it for him so long as he cleaned the barbecue which was very difficult to do because of all the ranch dressing that was that was on it Um, right and it it worked out well it's it allowed me to make it more often because that cleanup is just awful
2: and now i'm on cleanup duty yeah well
0: let me tell you you got yourself into that one it's not pleasant
2: oh i did and i wouldn't change it for the world mitch
0: What's your favorite thing to dip in, in my barbecue ranch dip? And don't say your hands. <laughs> I only did that once. You know what I like? What's that?
2: A, uh, a, a, a you know, like a proper drumstick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I buy that completely. <laughs> and, uh, they one, have one with, one with, one with Panko
2: though, you know, you gotta have that ponco
0: yeah i'm a, i i'm a bit more into poncho than panko but I feel mm. you but jumpsticks have that natural handle built into them it's quite nice yeah yeah, yeah
2: no it's it's great, and you know they're you know <clears> they <throat> get some proper dark meat off of that
0: yeah it's it's fun because whenever we break out the chicken and you know we're choosing our uh our our our, our cuts I'm always like oh Brandon take a drum solo and you know you know what you do you whip out those uh, yeah, two drum a little and, yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's that's uh the fun party trick
0: do you remember that one time you were a little 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 inebriated and you did it after you dipped it and and dressing this one oh, everywhere i got, I got, I got everywhere
2: <laughs> yeah yeah um a couple of our guests were a little unhappy about it but you know what whatever it's fine you know that's that's kind of what you sign up for when you come to our parties we're a little crazy you know we're a little
0: we like to have fun. Uh,
2: yeah, we like to have fun. So sue us, you know. Whatever. Yeah, you know, we, we we got old, but we didn't lose our our, uh, our our childish spirit, you know.
0: Yeah, I as an adult, I try to be as childish as possible, just to um, assert my free spirit.
1: Onto yeah, others. yeah. I
2: mean, I I just went to Target and bought a bunch of toys. Um, uh, you know, because I'm. First of all, you know, not afraid what people think of me. I'm an adult. You, you, you know, you know, the phrase, you know, when I when I became uh, a man, I put away childish things, uh, uh, including the fear of being thought as childish, you know. Right. That um, and God. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't care. I I, I don't. And, and so I just I do what I want. Um, I bring my toys in public and I I reenact um, Star Wars fights at the at the McDonald's table while I
0: eat my nuggets and uh you know sue me yeah i mean i think that a true mature individual can see just as well as they can see the um the insight and deep themes of ulysses they can also appreciate the intricacies and the nuance (laughs) of a fisher price popper
2: oh absolutely absolutely um the uh that, that that game where you have to put the shapes in the holes. Yeah, yep. That's, that's that's a mind bender.
0: Some of the some of my most fulfilling times have been with um with with Weebles of all things. Just watching them well, which, wobble.
2: Which which one was we? Oh, the ones that wobble. Yeah, the right. Weebles wobble. Yeah, of, but course. They of
0: course. Don't fall down, and you know, they don't. for me, the fun is in what, fall down? Watching them and just trying to calculate the the reason that they don't fall down. You know? right? <laughs> it's nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, we're big Weebles fans here. We're, we're timeless. They're timeless. Oh, we're ageless. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, it age is just a number, no matter what they tell you.
2: Oh, you know, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it,
0: it is just a number um, for all kinds of reasons, of course. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's just because, you know, some of my friends also like to play with Weebles, there's nothing wrong with, with them being my friends, you know. It, right, just, right. It, their age, a few decades whatever. It's it's fine. Yeah,
2: no. There's nothing wrong with going to a a My Little Pony convention um and
0: making friends there, yeah. you know? Trade Discord handles, do some chatting, mm-hmm. make a server, make a roleplay server. Um <laughs> Take a couple pictures. Yeah. Trade some pictures. Yeah. Do some yeah. voice calls because that there's no record of that. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um,
2: <clears throat> in, other news, yeah. in other news, we uh, we bought a new toilet. We did buy a new toilet. <laughs> we bought a new toilet. Um, predicated on the fact that it can flush down 56 <laughs> chicken nuggets
0: at once. Well, I wanted that because very often I eat roughly 60 chicken nuggets and I need something to handle the load.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> right. And, and I, I think we were all getting a little bit sick of you clogging the toilet with your... uh your 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 giant uh voids my mud pies (laughs) mud pie evokes an image of like uh like half solid diarrhea though doesn't it
0: it does so here's the thing though when when you're just busting a big mud pie that everybody tells you just stand up flush and then keep going but why do you why stand up well just okay just stop shitting for a moment however you want to envision that but here's the thing um that removes the the intrinsic joy of seeing it all piled up at the end (laughs) you need to see the mud pie in its full glory maybe take a picture of it
2: (laughs) yeah i uh i i couldn't have said it better myself
0: and that's why we needed a toilet that could accommodate <laughs> roughly fifty six chicken nuggets.
1: <laughs> right.
0: No, no, me,
2: I, I usually I usually do uh you know one solid loaf. You yeah. Know? So,
0: yeah. I don't, <laughs> Must I don't be really all that have brace. a train. It's gotta be. For me it it's just gotta... it just kinda falls <laughs> out like a like a cascade. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever have those moments where you you go and um, you, you're really feeling it? You're like, oh, I'm gonna be a, gonna be a big poopy, and you you sit down, and your pants are off, and you try to let loose, and instead of like a the plop of of solid hitting water, mm-hmm. it's yep. just like water hitting water, and you're like, did yeah. I did I urinate? What?
1: What's <laughs> <laughs> right, going yeah. on? Yep,
2: absolutely. Uh, or like, or like, uh, just uh, like one, one little, like one little tiny round, like one centimeter in diameter. Shit comes out.
0: <laughs> a little pea pod. Yeah, a little pea pod. I've been there. I've I've been there. So yeah, we yeah we uh, we we we've been we've been new. We've been new. We've been new. About BMS, I've definitely been new. We've been new. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah! Well, that's that's gonna do it for the BM discussion of on this episode of the Readier Room. Uh, first for the Radio Room, it is. But uh, it's a new recurring segment where we discuss our nastiest BMs of the week. And uh, join us next time if you want to see more of this segment. Please write in the comments, and we'll keep doing it. Um, and we'll keep doing
2: it even if the the, the comment is negative. Yeah. So if, if if you write in and it's a negative comment, we'll count it as as uh, you responding basically.
0: And people are always less likely to write in about something that they that they're positive about, right? Nobody writes mm-hmm. in positive comments; they just think them. Mm-hmm. So if there's no comments, that'll I'll also take that as a sign of positivity. Yeah. So either way, right? Get ready for more of our DMs. And, uh, if you really enjoy it, you can slide into our DMs for some private BM talk.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Some pictures, maybe? Yeah. That's actually... Some one, some. that's we uh, On our Discord server, that's one of the channels. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the title is Wicked BMs.
1: <laughs>
2: gonna, we're gonna branch out into the NFT space with pictures of, um... Our BMs.
0: <laughs> I, I um, if that doesn't work out, we'll we'll definitely open an OnlyFans for it. the uh, the, the the craziest looking one will have the most. We'll only mint one of them. That's actually what I say when I uh go to the toilet. <laughs> it's like, I'm only gonna mint you once.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, moving on. Um, uh, we have a question of the week, not related to VMS, at least not um <laughs> literally, perhaps metaphorically. Um,
2: <laughs> we are we are a Star Trek podcast after all.
0: Uh, yes, and the correlation of Star Trek to VMS is not zero, but it's not it's not super high either. Anyway, um, this week's question of the week comes from Arnold in California, who says. Uh, Gutten Tag, Admirals, I noticed the other day while trawling Wikipedia that Gates, that's Gates McFadden for anybody who doesn't know, um, directed an episode. Why did anybody let that happen? Perhaps you can all shed some light on that. I'll be back to ask more questions. Arnold. Um, So. uh, It's kind of an awkward one to answer. An awkward thing to talk about. It's also a little
2: presumptuous that he thinks he'll be back.
0: Yeah, I don't know where he gets that from, but maybe he has a high degree of confidence in his ability to ask meaningful questions. Otherwise, I don't know why one would say that. Um, But I thought that this topic was more uh, publicly known than than it is, at least in the fandom. But um, that Mm -hmm. episode, which is in Season 7, Gates didn't actually direct that episode. Um, Around that time... If you look at the directing credits, like Frakes, Patrick, Lavar, they were all directing episodes. And someone suggested that one of the women, you know, Marina or Gates, become a directress for an episode to, right. to in the name of equality, to balance out the sexes. So, you know, we, we gave them their swing at the at the plate and really didn't work out. It was very, very not good. Um, the, di- the creative directing decisions that they made, were baffling. Um, both of them really loved extreme close-ups that were filmed in one take. And oh, it was brutal! Like having to swing the camera around the sets to make that work. <laughs> when half the time, like they only had three walls, so it just, right, right, that was ridiculous. I, at one point, Marina insisted on filming a scene with no lighting at all. <laughs> Gates wanted the editing to be done with dice to select what. With- Shots to use it was wild um eventually, you know we canned the idea we're like, this isn't gonna work. let's just put Gates's name on an episode and that will uh placate the women of the world. you know mm-hmm. think about it. think
2: about it, think about it.
0: think about it. If you're like Arnold and you want us to answer your question on our question of the week segment, you can send us an email at the Readier Room or tweet at us at the Readier Room, and that's with a capital T and two capital R's, and uh, we'll answer it. Or if Arnold's back, we'll answer his, to be honest. that's uh, I don't know where that one's going to go. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this episode of the Star Trek Next Generation is called Enemy. The Enemy? The Enemy. The Enemy. Venemy. 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 Venom. Ven-
2: Ven- <laughs> Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Is that actually the this title the of this episode? This This episode of Star Trek The Next Generation is called Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I think that's what it's called. Or There Will Be Carnage?
0: I'm not sure. Um. Let There Will Be Carnage. Let- <laughs> Let their let their William Riker be carnage. Ooh. Are you <laughs> there, William Riker? It be carnage.
1: You know, or or, or um
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so okay. So um uh who talks first? I
0: talk first? Uh you talk first.
2: Um Good episode. Yeah. Good episode. Um it it continues the trend of of uh uh pretty damn good tv uh, that season 3 has has given us so far i wasn't super on board with it at first because there's a lot of a lot of kind of just physically crawling around sets and um in the dark in the dark yeah and it's it's just not super interesting but once once the romulan shows up once the Romulan on the Enterprise shows up, that's interesting. Um, even though it seemed kind of ham-fisted at first, I think it became something bigger. Mm. Um, then, once the Romulan on the planet shows up, then it really hits its stride. And I was like, okay, you know, like this this episode really is tackling something fun and interesting.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think the most baffling part of the whole episode came in in that ten minutes of crawling around in the in the dark, where it shows Geordi, um, fashioning. Climbing yeah. pikes for no yeah. reason, nothing comes of that. And no, it... no, what do you mean? He he climbed out of the hole with them, did he? Yeah, I just i, I melded all of that together. Like oh, <laughs> he's in one dark se- set. He's in another dark set. It's in the same fucking right. set. No, yeah, he climbed out of the hole with those. Okay, well, fair enough, I guess.
2: Which I, you know, I mean, I I like I like that we get to see you know Jordy's ingenuity here. Um. But it was still a
0: boring scene, sorry to say. It was, and uh, but whatever, it it ultimately gets going, and when once it picks up steam, it's a very very compelling episode. Yeah, uh,
2: and, and this this may be my bias too, because I never liked the genre of like guy gets stranded somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's there's no, and that's that's why you know I like once the Romulan comes in. There's actual like character interaction because when a guy gets stranded somewhere, it's just him walking around doing nothing, really. Not a big fan of the movie castaway? Definitely not. no. Although once the volleyball appears, then it starts to really pick up.
0: yeah,, uh, where Big Wilson stands on the ready room. <laughs> big Wilson <laughs> Big Wilson, Big Wilson paid us. He's, he's... <laughs> Never trust Big Wilson. Oh, it's just another one of those big Wilson ploys. I really liked the Worf stuff in this episode. Yeah? Yeah, I, um, and not only did I thoroughly enjoy the concept, I really enjoyed where it ended. Absolutely, yeah,
2: because he, you know, he, you think it's leading up to Worf being like, oh, fine, you know? Yeah. My, my duty as a Starfleet officer, or whatever, but he's just like, no, I'm good, <clears throat> nope
0: he's very, um, very principled in his racism
2: yeah yeah although i i, I do recall uh, michael didn't really like the fact that Worf chose that um at least at first he eventually came around to it but i think michael was more of the mind that uh that Worf would choose to kind of honor his commitment to starfleet over his personal grudges
0: well they have um, that in there um And and when when, um, Picard talks to Worf near the end of the episode, Worf Worf tells him, if this is an order, I'll do it.
2: Um, Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, it's just that Picard doesn't order him. Now, here's a question. Crusher outranks Worf. If she wanted him to do it so bad, she could have ordered him.
0: Does Crusher outrank Worf? Crusher outranks Worf. What is Crusher's rank? Um, He's like acting Henderson, isn't he? (laughs) No,
2: no, 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 no. no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not Wesley. Yeah, yeah. What's what's Dr. Crusher's rank?
2: I don't know. Um,
0: but it's, it's... I think it's right below Riker. What is the function of the Doctor having a rank?
2: I mean, I think he had a rank in the original series, so I don't know.
0: Is, is that gonna, does that justify everything?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because it was it was in the original series. It was it was you know the captain. There was Kirk, Spock, and and Bones, and it was it was the uh like that was the trio. So it, I mean, it, it makes sense, you know, just based on the legacy of the series, that the Doctor would kind of have a high rank.
0: Now, right? he, now, here's something: Spock wore a blue shirt in that series, but he was not a Doctor. Very true, very
2: true. Uh, but that's that's why everyone calls him Doctor Spock, you know, mistakenly because he's wearing the blue
0: shirt. Do they call him that? Yeah. Well, yeah everyone right. calls
2: him Dr. Spock.
0: I would have called him the Spockter. Mm. Hmm. Which, uh, to me, it just rings as a better name. The Spockter. Right. Hey, Spockter. Look, hey, watch out, everybody. The Spockter's coming through because um, in Voyager, there's just the Doctor because he's, he's not mm. a real guy. Yeah, right. he's not a real guy. Right, he's a fake guy. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> he's the
0: he's a free guy even right he's and he was, he was he was minted infinitely he was on like every ship yeah
2: yeah you know what actually you know and, and this ties into our discussion the other day about uh about like why not just create personalities for like like ai personalities to do any job because like you seem to be able to just do that in the mm-hmm. holodeck mm-hmm. um and and they they seem to have like actually kind of you know broached that 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 concept um with 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 said doctor, right?
0: Right, but which he's is interesting. It is, but why would they program him to have such bad bedside manner? Well, what does he do? Like, come on them. Well, I mean, emotionally, he's just he's cold and distant. When clearly they have the ability to manufacture an AI personality.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually watched Voyager, so I, I can't really. I haven't either. It's, it's, it's not that I've never watched it, I just
0: I haven't watched enough of it to really tell. I've never seen an, an episode of it. I've been watching Deep Space even Nine. even the Q episodes? You haven't even watched the Q episodes? No, and I haven't watched Q episodes. You know I haven't watched the Q episodes. <laughs> you always tell know, me about, like, what about Q-True, and I'm like, you know I haven't seen Q-True. <laughs> uh, owing to our deep
2: friendship with, with Mr. Delancey, I, you know, I must watch everything he's in. Including Picard Season 2. Uh, coming to to NBC All Access um, oh. tomorrow.
0: I, I thought it was a CBS venture.
2: CBS All Access. Yes. Tomorrow. I get the acronyms max, maxed up. <laughs> so- <laughs>
0: I, 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 I turn the acronyms into Mexicans. So this is the one where um, they go back in time and, and uh, everything's shot on the alley behind the studio. Is this the uh, the Always Sunny episode?
2: yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Friends episode. The, the, that's the that's that's the show. Where it's the, the, the one where the one where, right? Oh yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. Yeah, um, sorry. So all, the only I,
2: song I, I, is I, the I'm, gang. I mixed that. I mixed that joke up.
0: <laughs> what um What is your favorite titling convention <laughs> from a from a syndicated television series? Um, I think mine is the um, the first three or four episodes of Family Guy where they all have death in the title. And then they said, no, it's fucking stupid. Let's stop. I never noticed that. It's it. Go look for it. Think about it. It's there.
1: <laughs> think about
2: it. I, I, don't know, I don't know about favorite. I mean, you know, uh, t- speaking of Always Sunny, that might be it. Maybe Seinfeld. What is what is Seinfeld again? It's
0: always the something, right? The, it's the, it's the always the something. something. Yeah, it's yeah. just like really simple titles. Right. The Junior Mint. The Pilot. Yeah. I think that one's just called Pilot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the pilot, and it's and it's not about a guy who flew a plane. What's up with that?
0: that was What's their, the deal with that? That was their 9/11 episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the Seinfeld 9/11 reunion.
0: Kramer um, pushing a uh, the the stewardess's cart into the door to break it open, but he does it in like a <laughs> physical comedy way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> george I would, I would prefer... george okay, george george
0: is in the bathroom for one reason or another whether he's like having sex with his girlfriend or he's just taking a big mud pie and he hears outside like the terrorist thing he's like do, do i go out what do i what do i do <laughs> <laughs> jerry
2: jerry's sitting down he's just throwing his hands up in the air he rolls his eyes He's like
1: what
0: he keeps trying to get to sleep and like increasingly abs- uh, ridiculous things wake him up like a baby somebody reaching over him to grab a drink terrorists
2: <laughs>
0: a guy holding a gun to the woman next to him yeah.
2: can't you see I'm trying to sleep
0: <laughs> Elaine um, she sits down next to this attractive guy they're flirting throughout the whole thing and then he just you know stands up with a knife or whatever and starts- yeah,
1: he's the terrorist
0: yeah <laughs> Oh man,
2: that's a good one. That's that's a bit. That's good.
0: The
1: pilot. Oh. <laughs> the pilot. <laughs>
2: but ultimately, ultimately it's going to be it's going to be George who ends up flying the plane into <laughs> just like <laughs> in some twist of fate he ends up at the controls and he's like, "Ah!" Yeah.
1: It's when it cuts to the credits in. <laughs> in the
2: freeze frame <laughs> 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 and then the next episode everything's okay the towers yeah. are still standing
1: uh, oh god
2: oh, oh, oh man Holy I'm so glad shit. we decided to do this Seinfeld podcast
0: <laughs> oh god oh god oh geez <sighs> got to... thank god we talked about the doctor from voyager otherwise we would never have gotten here <laughs>
2: oh man okay so um the enemy um uh uh yeah uh, how, how about how about a trivia fact i got a trivia Jeez. fact for you on the enemy get us get us kickstarted away from seinfeld here um well i mean this isn't really a trivia fact for you you know it but for the audience um <clears throat> so uh Originally, like the original script, right, was uh, it was going to be Geordi and Troy on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Vulcan, um, uh, Bakra was going to be there as well. But it was going to be, you know, uh, those two and Bakra, And um, Troy was going to um, incapacitate Bakra in some way or something, uh, at, at, you know, while Geordi was distracting him or something. I don't know. Uh, but in any case, Troy had something to do. Um the problem is, we very quickly realized this violated the unwritten rule we had already set for, you know, three seasons at this point. Our prime directive. Our yeah, our yeah. You might call it that. Our prime directive. Um, of of not giving Marina anything uh, substantive to do in an episode. Um, she, generally speaking, must be uh, sitting down uh, for ninety percent of the time and not speaking for about the same amount of time. Um. So we we had to wipe that from the episode, and uh, I I remember when um, <laughs> when she got the script, the final script, uh, she uh, she she just she lost it. She cried so much.
0: It's weird and, to um, to have someone be eye candy when they're relatively unappealing.
2: Yeah, and and I think I think we st- kind of started to realize that. So we wanted to keep her as far away from any kind of action as possible. Because you know we, we were finally coming up, finally doing well for ourselves. We didn't need Marina to ruin that.
0: We didn't really need Marina for anything.
2: We didn't need her for, for anything. And while while we're on the topic, um, uh, there there's a scene. Um, her only line in the episode. There's a scene after Picard talks to um. tomahawk Yes. Tomalak. <laughs> Tomahawk.
0: Right. I, I almost, I almost, because I was thinking about this. I almost fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the like, the original name in that version of the script where um Jordy and uh, <laughs> I say Marina and uh, Troy are both on the planet is is Commander Tomahawk. You know, like the like the yeah the red people throwing hammer. And, right, 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 right. And you know, we had that name because it was like. The Romulans are savages, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're, sa- that's where we got the name, but yeah. ultimately at Tomahawk, we, a little too on the nose, a little too controversial.
2: Yeah, yeah it, it was too on the nose. I mean, it wasn't alien enough, but I, I think we still kind of got our point across.
0: Right, right, right. With the, uh, with the, Tomahawk. The same phenomes are there, the same uh, vowel yeah. sounds. And, Absolutely. you know, it's a very menacing name,
2: Tomahawk.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
2: you know they they they, they kill their own children you know, right right uh, much much like our our uh, our native friends back home yeah. um tomahawk
0: uh, uses every part of the bird of prey <laughs> oh I'm sure he does
2: <laughs> every part of the bird of prey um <clears throat> uh yeah so so there's there's a line so so yeah the 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 set up the scene it's Picard talking to tomaloc mm. And Tomaloc is obviously doing this flamboyant, like friendly kind of performance, um, where he's he's very obviously hiding something. To anyone who doesn't have autism, he's hiding something. And they, they cut the transmission. And yeah, and and Troy turns to Picard and says, "There's great hostility behind that smile."
0: Hmm. Just you don't say. A version of the of Star Trek where Picard just says, "Yeah, I fucking know." Right. 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 Do you think I'm right. an idiot?
2: Yeah, seriously, it's like it's 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 almost like Troy has become I, I mean, I know this is all for the, the, the convenience of the plot, but in canon, you could say she's become emotionally retarded, just unable to read facial features and expressions. And because she relies so much on on this vague uh, emotion detector in her head, her, her gay. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, her gay. Her <laughs> Actually, that might be a more useful power than what she has
0: now. If Troy had gay AR. Could you imagine like Tom Tomalox on the on the screen the transition cuts? Captain, he's definitely straight.
2: <laughs> Troy turns to Picard, he's gay, Captain.
0: Proceed
1: accordingly.
2: No, <laughs> I'm I'm feeling Fragments of homosexuality, Captain, but I I can't read him.
0: There's a, there's a, like a trans lesbian comes up and Troy just doesn't know what to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um uh, uh right. jordy's let's, on the planet let's talk, about, let's talk about let's talk about this episode like for real um so there's there's a distress call They go to the distress call they have an away team it's Riker, wharf jordy on the planet
0: rare 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 trio i would say
2: yeah yeah it's a it's a very uh um you, you, the japanese call it a a, a mesurashi kombi right <laughs>
0: Yeah, I which uh, I think is um, a double entendre because that also means a rare convenience store.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Right. <clears throat> and um, through a, 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 a series of events, they decide to just leave Jordy on the planet.
0: This is after, in their uh, as stated, two meter visibility. Uh, that they have, they, they all said, let's all go in three different directions and
1: split up.
2: <laughs> yes, it's all very convenient. Um, considering Jordi was able to survive on the planet for several hours, uh, and the Romulans for even longer than that, um, I'm not sure why Riker and Worf decided to just kind of peace, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. Or why it was so, uh, Picard denied Riker's request to go back initially. Um, right now here's something star trek treats radiation in in such a strange way to me Mm -hmm. where it's just this omnipresent force and yeah it's not like an actual object but it's like oh we're exposed to radiation for this amount of time but not the limits of will get better you know it's like oh it was two hours and (laughs) fifty two hours and (laughs) fifty minutes of radiation instead of three hours oh you're fine. three hours is where it's really
2: bad right yeah, um, but in in this in this episode it was like magnetism, right? Was it or something like, like did, I, did I watch fields. this
0: episode? <laughs> i
2: was getting so much wrong. No, like they, they may have said something about magnetic radiation or something. I'm not sure because <clears throat> it's just so ridiculous. But I, I know I know the issue was that like they were exposed to magnetic fields, like really intense magnetic fields, right?
0: Mm. Yeah, I guess that makes um, sense. It seems to be like an electrical storm on the planet. That's why like. Uh, Jordy's visor stopped working and they, their sensors couldn't penetrate it. And they, they made a comment mm-hmm. about not bringing data because he also would have been fucked.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So in any case, I don't think it's like radiation in the way that we understand it. Right. <clears throat> but well, it is weird that, yeah, I mean, I mean your, your point still stands that that does happen. Like, people get exposed to this stuff and there's no permanent effects on them whatsoever. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe MedBay can, can, you know, deal with that.
0: Yeah, I think they have the same technology in the uh, in the Fallout games.
2: <laughs>
0: Just like a radiation sponge you douse over your body.
2: Right. Um <clears throat> Random thought, how can Jordy tell cuz we didn't talk about this last time? How can Jordi tell if a woman's attractive?
0: I'm thinking right now. Cuz this is a very good question. Um well, he was was he blind from he blind from birth? That, blind that, from birth. So in that respect, his his idea of attraction is just intrinsically going to be different.
2: Oh, I suppose so, huh yeah. So
0: I guess he doesn't. Maybe he like feels their face. <laughs> hey girl, let me <laughs> let me feel that face. I wanna finger the contours of your cheeks. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna have to feel your face. <laughs> let me here's a Geordie question. Do you, how do you feel about the wise wisecracking Geordi we see in uh, otherwise moment of duress where uh, he's held at gunpoint by the Romulan and he's like, oh, you know, I got sand in my boots and I hate getting sand in my boots. And he's like, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> he's like, oh, don't shoot me when there's sand in my boots. Uh, like, how It you, seems in character. I don't know. Does it?
2: Yeah, I, I Jordy's always uh, saying his little one-liners. Is he like even yes? Even on the Enterprise, when Picard's like, oh, "I need this fixed," and he's like, "Well,"
0: I... like he he always has some kind of like retort. I, I never really noticed that. I'm not saying that this is like extremely out of character for for Jordy, but I guess I would say that it's more cringy than anything. Oh, some uh, some Reddit lingo, huh? Yeah, do you? Well, have you ever heard this before? Where What, Reddit? No, cringey. Yeah, cringey. I mean, yes,
2: we have our own subreddit, of course. I've read it before.
0: Right. Well, that's why it's called Reddit. Oh, because I've read it. Right. And now, I mean, strictly speaking, until you've done so, it is read it. But it's a much (laughs) less popular pronunciation. Sometimes it's Will not read it. That's true. And sometimes it's Will Wheaton.
2: In which case, we don't read it.
0: I've never read Will Wheaton. I've left him unread, but but that's about it, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have a problem
0: with those lines. <clears throat> All right. Fair and they, enough. They really bothered you? They didn't really bother me, but I just, you know, I I wasn't um, charmed by them. I sh- I would say.
2: I mean, I think it was kind of. I I understand. It's kind of a moment of almost like desperation, hopelessness, and just like you know like, it's, it's like a, it's like a seriously kind of moment where it's like, he climbed his way out of a hole, uh, uh, climbed across a, a fake rock outcropping with water pouring on him. Um, they finally launched that probe. He saw it and then he gets like hit in the fucking back of the head, uh, and captured by a Romulan who's dying. Hmm. So it's like, it's kind of like, like, come on, you know, I, I, I understand where he's coming from there. <clears throat> so. I don't know. It, it it didn't stand out to me. Fair enough. Um well, yeah, so so uh they, they take so God, Riker and Worf go back to the Enterprise with the Romulan um Patak, I believe is his name. Props and, to you
0: for remembering that.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. The Romulans are my, my favorite.
0: Um Big Romulan guy?
2: Big Romulan guy. So that's that's where Crusher discovers that, you know, he has like brain damage. And, you know, she's she's like, you know, oh the same thing's gonna happen to Jordy, and that's where our ticking clock comes in, because we can't not have a ticking clock.
1: Right.
0: <clears throat>
1: God the only forbid, way I know how to feel ticking. Tension. Clock.
2: Right. Um it was fine this episode though. It wasn't too ham fisted.
0: No, no. I mean it's when you present a clearly dangerous environment. Um Yeah. It's like, all right, I guess uh, I can buy this being inhospitable. And you see the natural progression of the Romulan before Jordi, which uh, makes it more believable.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure,
0: sure,
2: sure. Yeah. And um, I mean, what ultimately happens is, of course, Jordi starts to, I mean, he can't interface with his visor. You know, the Klingon can't walk anymore. Or, I mean, he can't feel his legs or something. The Klingon? He's I mean, the Romulan, sorry. You were Jeez. the
0: Romulan guy. <laughs>
2: No, I, I'm sorry. I meant I was the Klingon guy. <laughs> big Klingon guy. <laughs> I'm a big Klingon guy. Um, yeah. So you know, you, you start seeing them break down. Um, well, one interesting fact, though, is that uh, we we actually weren't going to make Jordi lose his eyesight because mm. it's it's not it's not particularly interesting, right? I mean, he's a blind guy anyway. So um, we we've already kind of dealt with Jordi's blindness in episodes before. And <clears throat> what we wanted to do initially was, uh, or what the writers wanted to do, of course. Was to kind of um, make him lose even a greater asset, which is his intelligence, right?
0: Yeah, that's um, kind of what Jordy's defining characteristic. Right, right, it's it's not it's not his
2: visor. It's it's how smart he is. Right. Um. So so yeah, we wanted him to to kind of have to grapple with that on the planet's surface, and um, what was going to happen is you know the more time he spent on on the planet he'd start to sort of lose his cognitive and motor functions mm. um and uh eventually it would, it would get so bad that uh, the, the the big climax of the episode would have been Jordy pacing around the cave um and hitting himself in the head and, and screaming at bakra to hand over his candy um and you know how do you come back from that right like that's that's like there would have been a sting after that and you know oh how are they gonna get out of this one right
0: Right, right, right.
2: Um, But LeVar Levar didn't like this. And...
0: um, Part of that... LeVar was
2: was already kind of... um, kind of not really into this episode. Right? So uh, that was... Like, doing that would have probably put him over the edge.
0: Well, I remember he was really not into it because all the the dark lighting and the dark sets made him impossible to see on the camera. uh, That's true. he was not... Not cool with that. He really thought it sunk his Emmy uh, possibilities when uh, he wasn't even visible in half the shots. But the whole thing (laughs) about the the losing intelligence, there's some remnants of that left. Um, Mm -hmm. Like kind of how that, you know, I don't want to be too on the nose, but it's kind of, you know, a stand in for for autism in a lot of ways. And um, the whole line from the Romulan's point of view, or rather later in the episode about keeping defective children is is also speaking to that that theme right um so you know that kind of the theme wasn't so pronounced anymore but it still stuck around and uh the motivation for that was always going to be uh, i don't really want to go over this but i guess (laughs) um so frakes jonathan frakes had an autistic son at the time and uh the writers wanted to take Frakes down a peg so they threw in this Mm. defective child line they threw in this Geordie becomes an autistic child storyline just kind of to take Frakes down but I I think by the point that we were shooting Frakes had already disowned the child so it it didn't really end up mattering and then that part got cut from the script and Frakes' ego still stood above (laughs) everyone else
2: it was uh, unharmed,
0: unharmed he's truly Um, an unflappable man I mean I admire, I admire the ability to cut loose any of that uh, baggage from your life without a second thought.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean he's he's admirable to a degree. The one thing that can get him is if you question his testosterone levels.
0: Right, right. Which and that's very difficult to write into an episode of Trek where um you know Crusher, Dr. Crusher
2: <laughs> she, she she waves that little thing across Riker. <laughs> Your testosterone levels
0: are dropping. It 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 appears that they've always been this low. <laughs> but that that can't be. Frank says <laughs> that that one look he has.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: are you saying, Doctor? Uh, uh, you're a woman. <laughs>
0: Freaks goes to sit in a chair to think about it. He he sits down and instead of like swinging his leg over, it, he just sits with his legs crossed.
2: <laughs> oh boy, <clears throat> um, good
0: times. Where do we,
2: where do we go from? So yeah, so so there's this whole
0: um, there's a hole. There's... Jordy falls in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a, there's this whole B-plot about the Romulan on the ship is dying.
0: Right, and he needs ribosomes, and the only one with compatible ribosomes is Right, is, is Warf.
2: I do want to make this point. I, I think Gates said Rhymosome. Okay. So I'm wrong? No, 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 no. It's supposed to be ribosomes. I think Gates said
0: Rhymosome. Interesting. Is Rhymosome a thing? I don't think so. Hold on. Rhymezone. Rhymezone is, is a th- is something. Wait. Wait. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> rhymezone did, is a rhyming we website.
2: R- rhymezone.com
0: <laughs> It Google said did you mean rhyme rhymezone? And I said, Yeah, I did mean Rhymezone. <laughs> rhymezone. <laughs> Rhymezone.com. dot <laughs> com. Actually, Rhymezone is a thing.
1: <laughs>
2: Crusher calls Worf into her office. I need you to go to the Rhyme Zone. I, I need to find rhymes for these words. What is? Is this because Worf is black? It's it's <laughs> it's the only thing that will save the Romulan. Okay, God does not rhyme. <laughs> it is. Unbecoming. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm gonna okay, go, so I'm gonna go yeah, to rhyme zone so so real
0: quick and see if there's anything that rhymes with Romulan. All right, Romulan. Uh, the the top result is Tom Cullen,
1: <laughs> <laughs> followed
0: by John Mullen. <laughs> 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 uh well i mean good effort Opulent is is number five on the list that's not a bad try romulan opulent
2: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you if you say it like you're black yeah
0: i mean in a rap you have artistic license yeah so i i, I i'm okay with this anyway
2: yeah we, we could work with that romulan and opulent
0: if we ever need a second instance of rhyming with romulan we're, we're off we're off it can't, yeah can't happen <laughs>
2: We we can make our one rap,
0: or right. it would be our two rap, perhaps,
2: uh, not in this canon.
0: Oh, I see, I see. In the in an alt in an alternate universe. In an alternate universe, yes, we uh,
2: we are rappers. The mirror mirror zone, to a degree, yeah, yeah. Where where we both, uh, well, I, where you don't have a beard. Actually, where, where neither of us has a beard, I guess.
0: Right, right, right. And we just um, we we both don't have beards. Instead, we manned up and married each other.
2: <laughs> we have long hair and we
0: wear bandanas every day <laughs> do Dur- <Durax>. yeah <laughs> so um somehow we keep getting off topic
1: yeah somehow <laughs> <laughs> somehow
0: <clears throat> um next yeah. after
2: next that um, oh, oh i do want to note that gates um gates didn't cut her hair for this episode she like she she remember she she completely refused to right this became a big
0: sticking point
2: it was it was for the like, what 5 days we were filming mm-hmm. she i i remember um rick just kept pleading with her to please cut her her hair i mean by the time we started filming it was kind of a moot point for this episode but for the next one you know uh, mm-hmm. but she she kept saying something about how she didn't want to release her chakra or something um i i don't i don't know uh, but it was very this issue oh yeah yeah no go ahead yeah so so the the issue continued to the next episode,
0: yeah but um, it was very awkward on this episode because you know she'd keep screaming about chakra, and the writers were screaming about bakra, and it just oh yeah, it all kind of fused together, yeah, it became this whole okra web now it was yeah, yeah. really, really bad when remember? when we used okra in in some of the the dishes really mm. became this mm-hmm. whole thing it was it was big i mean you you remember uh um le, le LeVar couldn't uh
2: couldn't keep Bakra's name straight. Right. Because of it. Yeah. It was it was either, you know, it was always Okra. Ah Do a new new chakra, take. Ah. New take. You know, yep. So yeah, it was an issue. But um And Oprah um, Winfrey
0: was getting big at the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just incidentally. That, that, was, that was dangerous. That was almost an issue. Um but yeah, so, so the next episode we just kind of had makeup cut her hair without her noticing, and she she never said anything about it
0: i don't I don't even know if she noticed it was either that or a breaking of the spirit, yeah, or yeah, which usually involves um
2: well let's let's not get into that
0: well, you see in idol culture whenever there's someone that's disgraced, they too must mm-hmm. cut their hair right, right, just something else to think about, think about right. that.
2: Think about it. Think about it. And uh, being disgraced means uh, talking to a man. Right. Which, you know, it I mean, does. There's a lot of overlap uh, uh, between idol culture and Muslim culture, isn't there? There is. This is something
0: for us to think about.
2: Yeah, think about it. I'm thinking
0: about it. I have thought about it.
2: Let's let's stew on that and get back to it next episode. I think there's a lot to discuss there.
0: Send in your opinion Um, for
2: the question of the week. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, um, so So, Jordy
0: and Bakra and Bak So Jordy meets Bakra, and all their all their scenes are basically them squatting in a cave as Jordy whittles down Bakra's uh steadfast willingness to die. He right. Says, well we can get out of this. No, but you'll capture me. No, but you'll die. Oh, but I want to die. Oh, but do you and, uh, it, it it needed it
2: needed such a specific set of conditions that um that Bakra needed to be assaulted by a pile
0: of rocks first. <laughs> a pile of styrofoam <laughs> rocks. Yeah. yeah um, I did kind of like that little dichotomy though. You know, Bakra was the no, eye and Jordy it. was the body. Yeah, no, I mean
2: where it ended up was really cool. I, I I really enjoyed it. It 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 was a little bit clumsy getting there. A little bit, just a little bit, but I, I did enjoy it and I I can't complain too much about it. I'm into it. Yeah, 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 totally. Um And, and the uh Worf wow, geez, stuff. nothing it's nothing the... really happened this episode, did it? It was a lot of like moving around. Yeah, um,
0: you got the wharf stuff, which is just a couple of isolated conversations. And you have the bakra Jordy stuff, which is just them squatting in the same location, getting to know each other. It's like a first date. Yeah, yeah. And then... I'm kind of disappointed Bakra never showed up again. Yeah, that would have been and, cool. And yet Tomalok shows up like three more times. Tomalok shows up a bunch. They yeah, have fucking Hugh show up a few times, but having a... um. And here's the thing. There's an episode where Jordy is abducted by Romulans. And mm. maybe you could do something with that. How him and um, Bakra had this relationship? Yeah, totally. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: I know that, that was a huge missed
0: opportunity. And
2: I mean, like in 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 terms of the way that the the last Jordy episode really set up future episodes uh, in in a way that's interesting. This just does not, and it's
0: it sucks. I just realized that we it doesn't do that. get two Jordy episodes in a row. Yeah. It's yeah, we did. Interesting. It's pretty crazy, huh? Did these did these air in February?
2: <laughs> I mean, they must have, right? I can't, I
0: can't imagine they didn't. TNG always put black excellence on the on the forefront of its mind. We were the first, right? We we're the first to do it. Um, Hell yeah, we did it way before Voyager did it. We did it way before Deep Space Nine did it. We did it way before Enterprise did it. Don't even get me started on lower decks. And and we did it our way. We did it our way.
2: <laughs> so um Worf Worf has a lot of discussions with uh with his superior officers about giving that blood transfusion.
0: Yeah, Riker, Picard and uh Crusher.
2: Yeah. So Crusher first, then Crusher calls him again and she's like, "I I thought you'd like to see him die. I thought you'd like to see what you've done."
0: And Worf's like, "Yes." I would and like this, to this see him the, die.
2: Th- this is the scene where you think he's just going to be like, "Okay, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll put my
0: honor aside," you know, mm. and he doesn't. Uh, which is, which is great. That's really cool. It is cool. How do you feel about um, it being written with an easy way out, where the Romulan is also reluctant to be helped, which, in the eyes of the viewer, makes it easier to accept Worf's decision.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure I liked that too much, but it is how a Romulan would act. Yeah, um, it's
0: it's consistent, but it's it's, uh, it's
2: unfortunate that it's that like that's the characteristic. Of, I mean, that's how both a Klingon, a Klingon, a Klingon, and a Romulan would act um, in, in in that given situation. They would both be like, oh, "Just let me die." Right. Um, and I think as a viewer, I mean, if this is your first Trek episode, yeah, it might incline you to thinking, "Oh, screw that guy," but I I think as someone who's watched enough trek I mean, you know, like us, um, like most Trek fans, you know, like if if you've watched linearly up to this point, um,
0: you're gonna understand that the Romulan's kind of bluffing.
1: Hmm.
0: You know. And there's evidence of that in the episode too, with uh Jordy and Bakra.
2: Right. Right, 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 yeah. Like no one really wants to die. So he's kind of bluffing, and and that's kind of the point of throwing away your pride. Is that when an enemy insults you like that, you kind of take the high ground and say, "Yeah, like, I'm, I'm still going to help you, mm. right? So I don't think a, uh, at least an intelligent viewer would be too skewed by that. Well, you got to but...
0: remember who you're talking to.
2: <sighs> oh, right. We're watching Star Trek. Forgot about that.
0: Well, no, I meant me.
2: Oh, (laughs) no, I I totally get where you're coming from. And, you know, like there's an element of that for sure, but it's kind of a knee-jerk reaction. Mm. Uh, Again, I mean, once you know how Romulans and Klingons act, you're kind of like, okay, like they're just kind of posturing. Yeah, they're posturing. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, Um, I still liked that scene. And like I said, at the very beginning of all this, I liked where Worf ends up. And that's a key step there of, you know, he's so set in that belief that really there's no amount of emotional swaying up to and including uh, the loss of life. That's going to get him.
2: Right. Right. And I mean, you know, even Picard calls him into into his ready room and, you know, he's like, Oh, I will, I will note that there is no fish in his tank this episode. Thank you. Um, Fish watch. Um, and, 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 you know, he's, he's like, Oh, I beg you to do it. And, and he still doesn't do it. Uh, very, very steadfast in his refusal to, to to help the Romulans.
0: Now, I'm only asking this to provoke discussion. I don't know what my answer is, because this sounds like a leading question, but how do you and feel about Picard's um, his own unwillingness to order Worf
1: to do that? It
2: almost seems like something that wouldn't actually happen. Yeah. I got that.
0: Yeah. I th- I think I think Picard would order him to do it. Same. It's clear the um the fallout of you know the death of this Romulan, the the political, I don't know, whatever yeah. ramifications of it. It is very clear and Picard has done a lot uh in the name of upholding whatever he feels to be right. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he, he condemned that whole planet to years of drug addiction or whatever. Um,
2: right, 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 right. Yeah. So it, it it does it does feel like he's sparing Worf's emotions a little too much. And as Worf said, he would do it if ordered to. And Picard's not really one to to mix business with, uh, for lack of a better word, pleasure. I mean, he doesn't want to be friends with his right his staff. So, um, it's it it was weird to me that he didn't order him to do it. And in fact, you know, we, we could have still had a good episode if Picard ordered him to do it and, and Worf was pissed off about it, you know?
0: Right. And ultimately, it's not going to end up on anything because that scene could have played out anyway. But the way that it was written was the Romulan dies right at the conclusion. There mm. wouldn't have been enough time either way. Um, and... What yeah, I... so,
2: so, yeah, so, so that could have been something. Picard orders him to do it and the Romulan's already dead.
0: Right. And then, so, right. you know, they can't save the day, but they still have that lingering moment where um, whatever emotional ramifications come of that are still felt.
2: Yeah, totally. And and then, then you can still finish the episode in the same way. Right. Now, granted, Trek would never,
0: TNG would never have, like, um, uh, that amount of continuity of, like, character trifles mm-hmm. with each other. So mm-hmm. it was never going to happen, but it could have. It could have
2: sure sure but i mean just for just for the sake of preserving picard's character i think that would have been the better choice i agree he's a lot more pragmatic
0: than that i agree but insofar as Worf's character i think i can't find a a flaw with how this episode no 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 that.
2: that was a really good decision to make him just say no i'm not gonna do that i did like that um yeah, and and so so you know the consequences of that are that this this Romulan warbird is um, it was supposed to stay at the neutral zone, but the you know the Enterprise didn't meet up with it because they're still trying to get Jordy off the planet. By the time they do get Jordy off the planet, the Romulan's dead. So you know the the, the warbird meets up with them uh, at the planet, um, you know, flying into the neutral zone, which they're not supposed to do, huh. and they're um, ready to fight. They're ready to fight. They still can't get Jordy off the planet. They got to put their shields up, but they can't transport people without shields, or or with shields up. Um. It just, just uh, moving back to the beginning of the episode, really, really quick. It's just talking about transporting. There's this scene where, um, O'Brien's like, you know, I can't get a lock on them, right? I right. can't get a lock on Jordy, and and Riker's just like, well, just just do it. <laughs> Why don't you just do it, man? and uh you know it makes me wonder um you know how how much uh how much leeway there is in terms of interpreting uh transporter data to to the point that um you know you actually have to think hard about who you're transporting and where they are and how how to how to navigate these these magnetic fields and stuff i mean if o'brien can't do
0: it he can't do it right i mean
2: right i mean like what are you going to do well this is um, coming
0: off the last time that they had an order for o'brien and jordy in which they said um Here's this impossible task. I don't want to hear you say you can't do it. And right. they say okay. And then at the end of the episode, it turns out they can't do it.
2: <laughs> right. Right.
0: Um, but yeah, anyway.
2: Oh, we didn't talk about Wesley's contribution. No. To to beaming these guys up. Neutrinos. Yeah, the neutrinos. And and apparently this is um this is characteristic of Wesley because Jordy sees the, the neutrino emitter and he's like, Thank you,
0: Wesley. Uh, as if no one's ever used that before. Yeah, I, 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 I don't didn't quite get that, but sure, um, you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, there's not much to say about that. But that was kind of stupid.
0: Maybe Wesley Crusher, and when he's talking to Jordy in their off time, just keeps going on about neutrinos.
2: When, 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 when Jordy went to his room, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've 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 been we've been very deprived of people going to other people's rooms. Well, Worf went to Riker's
0: room this episode. That's true. That's true. No one goes to Wesley's room anymore, though. No, no. Um, I mean, once he reaches a certain why. age, it just starts to get this funk to it. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a lot less appealing now that he's this old. Yeah, there's not really much to do there anymore. <laughs> there's no toys, just a uh, just posters of. <laughs> I don't even know what, what you could put in
2: that. this. Leslie's got his poster up of Dirty Pear. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, you know, long story short, they beam the guys back on the bridge, avert any kind of uh, conflict, because the Romulan's safe, and uh, <clears throat> they... Tell the warbird they're gonna escort it to the new nu- the edge of the neutral zone,
0: and then at the end of the episode, they just fly in different direction. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I didn't notice that, but that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so that was cool. <laughs> that was very cool. I I like this general um, the theme of this episode being like oh you know. We're not so different, you and I. Mutual mm-hmm. respect. And then um, nothing is ever developed on that front.
2: No, 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 absolutely not. Well, I guess it is just one ship, you know? It's it's one guy, one ship. Yeah, but I mean... Obviously, it's... There's, there's some kind of, uh, you know, uh, background here that, that the Romulans aren't telling the Federation.
0: Right. But there's still a lot of... You that's Tomalak's that's ship, and, uh, you know, that shows up several times. He shows up several times. That's true. That's true.
2: But I think he's just an asshole. Like I said, well, there is there if, is
0: some um, malice behind that smile.
1: If,
2: <laughs> if if Bakra showed up again, then we could have something, and it, it is a shame he didn't. Right. Um, I I get a lot of questions about this uh, now that we're at the end of the episode. There's there's this <clears throat> this line that Picard says at the end, where mm-hmm. where he says, um, "Brinkmanship is a dangerous game." Right. Right. And I'm sure you get this too. Um, <clears throat> just constantly and. You know, I admit it, it was a brave decision, maybe even a stupid one, to introduce this at the end of the episode and just never expand upon it. But uh, what happened was we, we ended up having to cut quite a bit of footage. I mean, this happens pretty frequently, but we had to cut quite a bit of footage um, in favor of uh, Jordy, um kind of climbing around fake rocks for 10 minutes, right? Uh, which was very important for the episode. Um but we had this whole alternate cut where, um, instead of Picard calling Worf to his ready room, what he did was he he challenged Worf to the game of brinkmanship, um, which was played you know much like Strategema. Um, it was at like ten forward you know at the table. was World building. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this you know of course was to settle the matter of the blood transfusion, and um, of course Picard would end up losing. Um, hence his response at the end of the episode. Brinkmanship is a dangerous game, right? right. Um, yeah, because he lost, he had to have this whole confrontation with, with the Romulans. A truly dangerous um. game. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, you know, just a little bit of lore for you there. Uh, it unfortunately didn't make it into the episode, but it's still canon.
0: You can go look it up on Memory Alpha. It's there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go check it out. Think about it. Look up, look up Brinkmanship
2: on Memory Alpha.
0: <laughs> You'll find that the article just says it's a dangerous game yeah yeah
2: yeah but um if if you click on legends the legends uh tab you can you can see more information
0: Mm. like like a map like a map has a legend
2: a minor attracted person
0: right the legend of the map (laughs) (laughs) i think that was the subtitle of the door the explorer (laughs) movie (laughs) <laughs> yep yep that, so uh, i think i think i think it was so overall um i think this episode was great um i was yeah, yeah it's I, good i was into it basically from the second act onward i was i was fully fully locked in but it had two compelling stories, but the A-plot and the B-plot both had a definitely. lot going for them, and um, it kind of advances things in a way by making the Romulans more pronounced, which is also cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, just incredibly solid episode, continuing the streak of of greatness that Season 3 is kind of known for.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree. Um, it's, uh, I mean I I don't know I don't really have anything really bad to say about it. Right. Uh, which is kind of rare and, and it's, it's it's not that I even like this episode more than the ones we talked about like you know last week or the week before where we had plenty to say about like how kind of silly it was. Well, I guess we we had some things to say about this one but uh
0: it's it's a really solid episode. Overall it gets a really solid out of 10. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have any uh, trivia on it?
2: I actually totally forgot about trivia. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me go to Memory Alpha, our, our colleagues at Memory Alpha. <laughs> maybe I could think of a trivia
0: for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe you could do that. Maybe I can. I'm thinking. Okay. So, this is a very, very small bit of trivia. But earlier, hmm. I erroneously referred to the Klingon ship as a bird of prey, only mm-hmm. to find out that that was wrong when you said the correct name of it. so um for the trivia question of the week what was i referring to with the phrase bird of prey uh uh, that's a klingon ship isn't it that's correct it's the klingon ship. warbird is the romulan ship
2: which is ridiculous yes (laughs) i never
0: put together maybe that's like a master stroke of their similarities or greater than their differences but
2: Right, right, right. But it's definitely not.
0: I would say both I ships can cloak. Both ships can cloak.
2: Oh, you know, you know, but you know what? In in the original series, I think the Romulans used Hold on. Golding, I think they might I think they might be bo- both based on the same original ship. Oh my god. Yeah. Um Romulan ship... What is, what is that original TOS. one? The Blue Falcon? Come on. Why is this so hard to find? Okay. The D-7 class cruiser was a 23rd century warship originally designed and used by the Klingon Imperial Fleet before being used by the Romulan military during the late 2260s. Um, so the D-7 class was obviously in the original series it had cloaking ability Uh Um, and it was both used by the Klingons and the Romulans so it does make a lot of sense that both of their ships would kind of uh,
0: uh, uh, deviate from that central point shared common ancestor
2: yeah yeah exactly so so yeah I guess it I guess it makes sense warbird bird of prey yeah totally interesting this is the most informative trivia we've ever had it actually is, isn't it? This this actually like makes sense and um, is kind of interesting.
0: I'm Pretty into cool. It. Yeah. Good mistakes in the miracles moment. Yeah. Ah, good job. Yeah. Well, then uh, I guess that's gonna do it for this episode of the Ready Your Room. Um, mm-hmm. join us next week when we'll talk about another episode from season three. Remember to eat at Denny's home of the Grand Slam. I can personally vouch that after eating at Denny's, one has just the largest mud pies ever. And uh, until next week, everybody, please stay Here, The Troublesome Little Man Child.
2: I stand before you, defrocked, condemned to be a member of this lowest of species. Thank you, Enzo. Engage.
0: Do you consider yourself superior to us? should have told him to mind his own damn business. But I stroke the beard. Thusly. I not appear more... ...intellectual. Have you never dreamed of climbing inside the bottle?